0: Today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to be talking about the new World Heavyweight title that WWE pretty much debuted on Monday Night Raw. Also, we're going to be talking about CM Punk being behind backstage before Raw went out and why security escorted him out of the building. Also, we're going to be talking a little bit about Impact Wrestling, Trinity Fatou, aka noemi or naomi whatever you want to call her now is part of impact wrestling we're gonna have that and much more on the chokeslam wrestling report we came out here to tell you to your face you can't get ready for us no sir i feel like i'm losing my mind the greatest everybody on the face shit i look around i feel like everybody is the fakest i make this every day and i'm impatient hoping one day i blow up from the basement statement the top is so vacant i don't know shit that i think is amazing waiting my... welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam wrestling report i am your host the infamous ultimate one guys bear with me today because i have a cold and um i'm not at 100 percent. i'm still trying to get recovered from it So, we're going to jump straight up to what happened this past Monday night. This past Monday night on Raw, Triple H introduced a new World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, you heard me correct. A World Heavyweight Championship. Apparently, this has been planned for a while, but when they first talked about it a couple of months ago, they talked about it as Cody Rhodes was going to beat. Roman Reigns for his undisputed world universal title, whatever you want to call it. And it, those belts were not going to be around anymore. But as you guys well know, Mr. Cody Rose did not, and i repeat, did not defeat Roman Reigns for, I don't know what reason they didn't put the belt on him, but it all comes down because they want him to be champion for a thousand days. So what they do, <clears throat> it's been almost uh, a month since Roman Reigns has not defended his WWE title. So, again, I brought this up in a, in a post, in a conversation, when I said that Roman Reigns, yes, he may have the longest title reign going on right now. But let's be realistic, he only has defended that belt 30 times. 30 times. He has not defended that belt for almost a month already. So WWE decided that they were going to introduce the World Heavyweight Championship. So now, I saw this belt. I have my my opinions on it. I'm not too crazy the way the design is. Why do they have to put that humongous W in the middle? I still say that. My boy told me, oh, it's for branding. You know, back in the day, we couldn't recognize which title it was, whatever. Back in the day, the belts would look much better than the way they look now for a lot of promotion, including AEW. Um, so I say, okay, what is the reason they're doing this? Because in reality, now you have three world titles. Yeah, you're going to say, well, you know, the one that Roman Reigns is carrying is now, you know, is, uh, is unified. But he's carrying two belts. Well, one, the universal title, the one with the world title. Now you have, the, well, let me correct that. The WWE world title. The belt they introduced this past Monday is the world title. The big goldie, the one that they had back in the day, the one that Ric Flair used to carry one. The one that Triple H won so many times, which kind of brought something to my head the other day, was you know this is a Triple H move because if you think about it, when Triple H was world champion, yeah, I think he had a couple of reigns with the uh, with the uh, uh, the New Attitude belt, uh, the Attitude Era belt, but most of his reign was with that big gold world belt. Okay, most of his reigns, he won the WWE a couple of times, whatever. Uh, but his love for the world title, the big gold belt. He loved it. So, I don't blame him for bringing it in. Now, my question to this is, so let's say now you put this in the night of champions. I think they're going to have a, uh, uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have a tournament, but it's in the night of champions. I think in Saudi. And they're going to crown world champion. Now, my question is, you know how bad it would look if they give the belt to Cody Rhodes? If they give the belt to Cody Rhodes, that's more like saying, well, okay, you almost beat Roman Reigns, and when I, and I know you're probably not going to get another world title shot because you belong in Raw now as of last night, but we're going to give you this belt. And my question to that is, whoever wins that world title, are they going to be considered equally as Roman Reigns, or they're still going to consider Roman Reigns above everybody because he has two belts? Okay? So that's something that you got to ask yourself. Why did WWE do this? You know? um, it, it, It doesn't make no sense. Then to top it off, okay, they go, and now it looks like the only reason they did this was because if Roman Reigns loses the belt, the world titles, or the universal title, whatever you want to call it, he loses the belt, the universal title is going to get retired and no one else will be given that opportunity to break that record i mean there's no other way you're not gonna give the belt to somebody else and that person gonna be carrying two belts all the time you're gonna have three world titles you gotta give it to one and you're not definitely not gonna give up the world title who has been around for 63 years you know what i'm saying It's, it's it's crazy you know but you know, you you have to look at it that way because, you know, I know a lot of people may not agree with me because of what I'm saying, but it's it's the fact. It's a fact. You're not gonna be carrying a bunch of belts around. You know what I'm saying, and whatnot. So that world title that just introduced and whatnot, you know, I believe that you know you could, you could put it up there in the echelon of one of the best titles up there with the with the world title. But now with Roman Reigns walking around with two belts, and then Triple H said it best. He said, oh, Roman Reigns is going to defend the belt anytime he wants to. Thank you. That's I, I, That proves my point. That proves my point where I've been saying that Roman Reigns cannot be considered the best WWE world champion when the guy has defended the belt. 30 times out of 972 day title reign it's unheard of okay nick aldis probably had more title reign i mean the title defenses that roman Reigns doing his 1020 something in nwa and don't come and tell me oh the nwa world belt don't mean nothing well now it doesn't mean anything look who has it tyrus okay don't mean anything but Nick Owens, when he defended that NWA World Title, defended it everywhere, and he was a thousand and something days champion. Mind you that okay, the NWA wasn't working because of the pandemic, but still, the guy defended the belt more than thirty times. I could make my research and probably pop out that he does the belt. He has defended the belt more than Roman Reigns right now, you know. But <coughs> you have some of these uh, WWE stands who don't want to hear nothing. As far as no, WWE cannot do no wrong. Cannot do no wrong. And whatnot. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, To me, honestly, (coughs) there's people saying that most likely that Seth Rollins may win it. I don't think Seth Rollins should win the belt. I don't care because his entrance is popular, whatever. He shouldn't win the belt. If they give it to Cody Rhodes, it's still going to look back. Because they're going to be like, well... We give you this title because, you know, you couldn't beat Roman Reigns, so we'll give you this. You know? I mean, you can say whatever you want. You could probably say, oh, I'm wrong. That's fine. That's your opinion. But I believe that, um, honestly, I don't think so. To be honest, I don't think so. Uh, I know for a fact that, um, you know, I know what I'm talking about because it makes no sense. Uh, Another situation that happened this past monday was the cm punk showing up backstage before raw went on air now my question to that was real quick like what the hell is he doing in the backstage of raw before it went on air now i believe that he did this to show an example to aew and the elite saying look first of all i'm in chicago you know saying the show was in chicago so that was his hometown fine and he bumped into wrestlers from WWE in his way into Chicago. Um, so he said, "Let me let me do this first of all, of course, to get clout, to get some type of reaction from the IWC." He goes backstage to RAW, and then he does and meets up with the Miz. I uh, can. He apologized to the Miz. He runs into Triple H and tells Triple H, "Can I talk to you for a couple of minutes?" Triple H, in return, turned Well, I got to talk to the big guy. The big guy means Vince McMahon. McMahon went and told security to escort CM Punk out of the building. Now, people are going to say that Vince McMahon was an asshole for doing that. But the bigger asshole out of this is CM Punk. And I'm going to tell you why. Because CM Punk knows that right now he's trying to get back into AEW, which more likely he is. He's going to get his show. You know he's gonna be in AEW Collision June seventeenth. Gonna have his own show, uh, according to reports. He pretty much um, he pretty much um, squats his beef with Jericho, and I believe that him and Jericho are gonna be the ones that are gonna be uh, feuding in the new show. Um, so that with being said, you know he knows he got his show, but yet he is trying to prove a point, and his point is, I'm gonna go to WWE and show these people that I could, you know, say I'm sorry, and we could move forward, you know? So it's like an example, so I could show the elite that, look, we could do the same thing. But no, WWE doesn't give a rat's ass about CM Punk. Hello, CM Punk, McMahon don't want nothing to do with CM Punk. And McMahon did a smart thing, because CM Punk being in the backstage of Raw, okay, is a liability, okay? Because McMahon don't want no issues with uh, CM Punk he doesn't want to have him nowhere near his backstage his bad locker rooms none of that and I don't blame him okay because you don't want to get no legal action from AEW because CM Punk is still under contract with AEW so if that is the if that is the case then you know CM Punk should have never been in the locker room or backstage at Raw he did it out of spite I'm telling you and I keep saying it CM Punk is a problem. He is a cancer to pro wrestling. I know you got a lot of fans. You got a lot of followers that say no, that's not no, it's not. CM Punk is a cancer. Why did he need to go backstage role to begin with? You know what I'm saying? You made your point. Whatever your point was, you squashed beef with Chris Jericho. So what's the problem? <clears throat> so I don't get it. I don't get what he did there. Was he trying to send a message to the elite? Look, I could say sorry and we could continue. I don't know what was his whole mentality, his whole purpose of doing this at all. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And it makes no sense. It makes no sense of him being backstage starting uh, something that could have Ended up being much worse. And of course you had all these podcasters who was always trying to find something to put in a little channel on YouTube, you know, so they could have clickbait. Oh, look, CM Punk don't want to be in AEW. He wants to come back to WWE and whatnot. You you had all those people already doing videos Monday night and whatnot when the reports came that he was backstage. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm on yeah, I got my pocket, but I'm not gonna jump on anything without getting follow ups. Reports things are going to make me go on my, my podcast and tell the truth, not to give you opinions or something that you want to hear. Because, again, in reality, like I said, CM Punk did not need to be in Raw's locker room. I don't care if he's in Chicago or not, you do not need to be there. Okay, he did it out of spite, he did it out to get a reaction from the audience. They follow him on social media. That's why he did it. That's why he did it. You know what I'm saying? Also, um Jacob Fatu. He pretty much um, you know, he said that you know a lot of people have been asking why, you know, you know, he don't come to WWE. He said he would love to be in the WWE and part of the bloodline, but it's up to the Lord of God's hand. <clears throat> so he said he does appreciate that a lot of people seeing his grind and his work and you know so but well he said that you know he watches brothers every day you know but he didn't think that he was going to be in MOW that long and that is why he hasn't been there he said he like Roman and my brothers say they always call and tap in they can say this and that about the family everyone assuming I love what they're doing the feeling of what they're doing is real if you ask me it's God's timing and I'm going to leave it at that There ain't no telling. So there you go. Also, Vince McMahon. And WWE sued by ex-writer over racial discrimination and wrongful determination. Brittany Abrams, a former WWE writer from 2020 to 2022, filed a lawsuit on April 25th against Vince McMahon this past Tuesday and other WWE executives over a less racial and gender stereotype in scripts and wrongful determination. Wrongful termination. The lawsuit includes Stephanie McMahon, Chris Lebrando, uh, who is creative writer of operation of WWE. WWE created team members Chris Dunn, Ryan Callahan, Jan Peppermint, and former team member Mike Heller. Examples cited included Bianca Belair saying, uh oh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass." And Apollo Crews speaking with stereotypical exaggerated Nigerian accent. The lawsuit also cites discriminatory pitches for Reggie scripts in NXT, where he will be hunted by. Shane Thorne and a love triangle between Manso, Aaliyah, and Angel Garza, was included Manso's secret being that he was behind 9-11. And April, 11 she was fired by the company for taking, ready for this, a commemorative WrestleMania 37 chair home. In the years before, she made her complaints. WWE not subject employees to disciplinary action in response to taking removable temporary seatings. Limited edition WrestleMania brand chairs chair for WrestleMania events. So Abraham was terminated on April 7, 22, two, alleging that in retaliation for engaging protected conduct, defendants, unlawful, and pretextually terminated playing employment. So there you go. So another lawsuit going to WWE. Um, I don't think she's gonna win, to be honest. I mean, the part that she said that man that were they had an idea about Mansour being part of 9-11, uh the fact that I think Mansour is Saudi Arabia, that's a problem. I mean, WWE, I mean, let's me put it this way. Racism exists everywhere. I'm not going to go and say WWE this, WWE that. Racism is everywhere in this day and age. So if she's going to win, maybe they'll settle. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she has a strong case to begin with because if she felt that that was going on. She should have left a long time ago you know, so she didn't leave, she stood there, and then she got terminated, you know, if you're not happy somewhere, and you feel that you're getting discriminated, it's for you to go, not for you to stay there, and they get fired, so, <coughs> some people just be like, oh, I work for WWE, it's the greatest thing ever, if they're being discriminated, they're, they're discriminating you, and they're making racist comments kind or of racist stuff, you're not happy, leave, simple as that, leave, Uh also, uh Nick Alders says he's He don't want to waste time he said he's coming for the impact world title you know he said that impact showed him respect basically saying we want nick alden as you are he said coming here we want to build off the work you've done from the nwa but a funny part in this whole um report was that he said and i'm going to put it he said that there's he said finally i have some real competition that i'm looking around like i want to mix it up with him i want to get in there with him me and him will be money take your pick make no mistake if i'm coming in i don't want to waste any time i'm coming up the strap basically saying the nwa didn't have no competition yep i'm going to read that between that i mean if you read the whole article it shows that he said finally this competition he said finally have some real competition you know and he spoke this to um to tim on battleground in a podcast so you know you know um it's it's crazy but um the crazy stuff is that nick out being in there it's a big good move for impact now he did say that they have a murderous role roster which is making me laugh because he they don't have a murderous role roster they don't come on stop they got a good roster but not a murderous role roster that's you know he's over exaggerating with that but yeah he 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 pretty much put a thumb on nwa and i don't blame him nwa did them dirty billy corgan and his little nwa and with tyrus being their champion it's, it's a joke you don't you don't you don't even hear i don't hear nothing about nwa do you hear anything about nwa i don't hear nothing about them i don't nobody even promotes them anymore you know what i'm saying um nw is a joke to me NW, i don't i don't mess with nwa no more i don't mess with MLW anymore any especially with the way they're running it i i, I stopped watching them this i felt like it was too much waste of time and i say it's a waste of time because there's some there's some some of these shows were not good and i'm not going to sit there and try to cover shows and you know saying like i the one thing i don't watch is impact and if i watch impact i'll watch probably a pay-per-view MLW, I don't watch anymore, and NWA, definitely, I don't watch. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm sorry. Before you, NWA, MLW fans, and Impact fans, no, I don't. Impact, I watch sometimes. But, mm-mm. you know, um, they're not doing much that I could say. But, anyway, well, Ospreay talked about <coughs> his 2024 free agency. He said, I'm fairly positive in New Japan, and I will work out a deal. He said, I just want to know what my options are. Doesn't mean I'm leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm fairly positive. Me and New Japan Pro Wrestling will work out a deal. But in case we don't, I want to provide for my family, wrestle, how I want to wrestle. And most importantly, you know, uh, he wants to be happy. Also, he made sure, you know, um, he made sure that uh, he made it known that his match, his war with Kenny Kenny Omega is not over. So, you know. Trinity Fatu, pretty much, uh, is done with WWE. If you don't know what Trinity Fatu is, that's AKA no- Naomi. She pretty much um made her debut yesterday at an Impact Wrestling taping. So there you go. So that will be shown May fifth, I believe it's May fifth or oh, May fourth. Um, uh, so that will be um that will be air. So she. she and that's a that's a that is a bridge to stardom. The reason I say that is because New Japan and Impact work together. So uh um, I guess we are probably gonna be seeing Trinity Fatu in stardom with Mercedes Monet. Uh we could see that. Uh I mean Mercedes Monet did lose her IWGP title uh, uh last week. I think it was last Sunday. Uh, she lose her world title to Maya Awatani. I think if I say the name right, I might say I might say it wrong, but um, she's no longer the world champion. So, but she will be at uh, resurgence, uh, supposedly. I think in I think a couple of weeks from now for New Japan. So, you know, there you go. So she's now in uh um, in um Impact, which is really good for Impact because they you know their women's division is getting solid. Uh and that'll be a nice little competition for um uh, Diana De- Perrazzo who became the um the um knockouts champion a couple of weeks ago. So um that's good for her. Uh, Jordan Grace, of course, she's in there, which I'm not a big fan of hers. I don't care for her. Uh so you know it's, it's something to watch and follow up from weeks to come. AEW this week. We saw Bandito against Chris Can Gant- uh orange cassidy i don't know say chris candido i don't know why. bandito and orange cassidy for the international title we saw that i don't know why orange cassidy defeated bandito who's an international star but then they made them team up together when adam cole got attacked by the jericho appreciation society and then Roderick strong made his debut um they are about two years too late because bobby fish is no longer with AEW. he shitted on uh aew and and went to impact and he has not been seen since um kyle Riley's still recuperating from his neck injury and whatnot so i don't know why they built roderick strong but i know one thing roderick strong did a a a a suplex on Jake Hager, who's about seven feet and he got two feet over roderick strong and I, i i i i didn't get that one but jake hager has become a joke in aew I'm still waiting for uh Miro and I'm still waiting for Scorpio Sky to show up in AEW because unless they're gonna show up at AEW Collision, then we could have that um we could have that going on. But um yeah, and also Kenny Omega and Kanuska uh Takes Takesha uh, Takesh, whatever his name is Kanuska Takeshita, got attacked by Blackpool Combat Club this week after they defeated the uh, Butch and the Blade. Uh, Takeshna tried to stop the elite from attacking the combat club. And then the combat club attacked the elite. He he decided to drop the combat club from attacking. Uh, uh, Brian Dennis would give him a choice. And Dennis said, well, you made your choice. Guess what? And here comes Moxley with the screwdriver and busted him open and whatnot. So now we're going to have a uh steel cage match between kenny omega and moxley next wednesday uh you know but i you know other than that then we uh i didn't really watch rampage this week it started earlier i know the bullet club go i don't know where they're going with that i'm still waiting um you know i'm too not too crazy i mean right now especially the the four pillars match that's gonna happen because they already set up a tag team match between darby allen jungle boy versus mjf and sammy guevara at sammy guevara beat darby allen by disqualification because the mjf uh took darby skateboard gave it to him and then sammy acted like he got hit he did some eddie guerrero shit there uh so you know and then of course tony khan announced that they're gonna have the open heart tournament they're gonna start off at double or nothing I don't know why, but I guess they want to take it all the way down to Forbidden Door. We'll be in Toronto, and then they'll end it up at Calgary and whatnot. This week, we saw Dax Harwood wrestle Jeff Jarrett, and I don't know why every time I see Dax Harwood get into a singles match, he loses. Uh, And I don't want to hear people talking about, oh, he's a tag team specialist. So was Bret Hart, and Bret Hart was good as a single, so I don't know why Jeff Jarrett is getting a title shot attacked attacking why is Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lee getting another AEW tag that the one thing I noticed that the tag team division in AEW is not that strong anymore it used to be the best tag team division in the country in the world now I don't know but it is what it is but that is it for me this week guys thank you very much for uh checking out my podcast and when um, I had to redo this over again because um my microphone wasn't working wasn't coming in sharp and clear so how do we do this all over again so um guys in facebook i will put this back up when i get a chance this week so um again thanks for everybody who support the podcast and those who are the 256 uh subscriber to my channel thank you very much for supporting the podcast guys if you want to check out my uh my uh my podcast, you can find, you know, you can find it. Well, uh, on, not only here on YouTube, but you can also find the audio podcast that's part of. You'll hear this show also on the audio podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and any audio podcast platform that you guys like to listen to, uh, and whatnot. You uh, know, your favorite shows. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I usually be on Twitter most of the time. Also, you can follow me on TikTok. Uh also guys check out my uh my podcast merchandise store. We got uh the t-shirts, hats, hoodies. Go to com. Again, that's tcw dot this I'm sorry, com, and you get the t-shirts, the hat, plus you also get the hoodie. There you go, guys. The hoodie right there. Choke wrestling report. You know what I'm saying? So you can see everything. And you get that. You know what I'm saying? For next year, because I know summer's coming around the corner. You got t-shirts, hats, all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> Once again, TCWR dot Uh again, guys, I'm sorry. I'm coughing a lot, sniffing. Uh recovering from a cold. I didn't make it to the Invictus Pro Wrestling Show last night because I was sick. Uh shout out to uh Jay Bougie winning the evictus pro social media title and whatnot uh hopefully pj savage hopefully won his match again i wasn't able to make it i bought the ticket but i was feeling so bad that i can't make it so uh, hopefully the next one again guys, thank you very much for supporting the podcast again guys you can follow me on twitter facebook instagram youtube channel hit that notification bell subscribe to the channel hit that uh thumbs up to help the channel and definitely i will appreciate it until then guys i will see you guys next week